Welcome to The Motivated Mind, where I challenge you to expand your perspective on how to achieve a successful life through motivational lessons, reflections, and interviews with other motivated minds. Welcome back to The Motivated Mind, a top 100 health podcast, thanks to each of you. This is episode 287, and I'm your host, Scott Lynch. Thanks so much for listening. If I brought you any value, please be sure to leave a review and hit that subscribe or follow button. Don't be a stranger. Shoot me a DM on Instagram or Facebook and let me know what you want to hear more of. And please be sure to share the podcast. I create content every week for free because I love all of you and because mental health means a great deal to me. My mission is to encourage each of you to look inward for elevation in order to see the best in yourselves. And this mission takes a lot of energy and effort. Last year, I wrote over 832 pages of scripts. For each episode, I write about eight to nine pages. Between writing and researching, it takes me roughly five and a half hours twice a week, equating to over 36 hours of free content recorded every year. And I'm asking a simple favor from each of you in return for this. If you enjoy this content, please leave a review so others can find the value I try to put into the world. Share it on social media. The more of you that participate in this community, the more we can ensure others find the same value along their journey. Want to make a podcast? Spotify's got a platform that lets you make one super easily, then distribute it everywhere and even earn money all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. With Spotify for podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. Ever since I discovered Spotify for podcasters, I feel like it's allowed me to be more creative because I've been able to simplify the admin aspect of my podcast and focus on developing more valuable and creative content. I highly recommend you give it a try. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com backslash podcasters to get started. Do you ever feel like your thoughts can spiral out of control? If so, know that you are not alone. Anxious thoughts often trick us into believing a narrative of lies, ones that can keep us from living our lives to the fullest. We become so convinced by these distorted messages, even though we know deep down they're not true. Here's the truth. We all carry uncertainty on some level, and it is absolutely possible to manage 
anxious feelings. So, what are these lies that anxiety tells us, and how can we combat these lies? Number one, everyone is judging you. Anxiety actually causes us to have a heightened sense of self-awareness. And this heightened sense of self-awareness makes us overly concerned about how others perceive us. And the giant avalanche that comes rolling down this hill is that it leads to feelings of insecurity and the belief that others are constantly judging us. And this feeling of external judgment is linked to our internal judgment, our negative self-talk. Anxiety has a way of sparking this toxic behavior, magnifying our perceived flaws and feeling of self-consciousness. So, you might be wondering, how can I combat these feelings? Firstly, we must challenge these negative thoughts. So, ask yourself, are these thoughts based in reality? Are they helpful and or accurate? Where did the thought come from? When we can understand its origin, we have a better chance of understanding its meaning. And once we locate its origin and meaning, we can replace those thoughts with more balanced and rational thoughts. Secondly, we can engage in relaxation techniques. These are techniques such as deep breathing, progressive muscle relaxation, or mindfulness meditation. Each of these can help reduce feelings of anxiety and self-consciousness. I'll give you some examples. Every time before I interview anyone for this podcast, I take 10 minutes to mentally prepare myself. And this preparation helps to eradicate any lingering anxiety. And here's my process. I remind myself that I was born for this moment. And I say it out loud. This helps to further build confidence in the moment. I engage in breathing exercises for three minutes. This helps to break the cycle of any building anxiety. Because this breathing helps calm the nervous system that controls our body's involuntary functions. This controlled breathing helps to lower our blood pressure and heart rate, which helps to reduce levels of stress hormones in our blood. I write down thoughts of gratitude for three minutes. This helps to remind me of how privileged and lucky I am to engage with thought leaders. I visualize people in my life laughing for at least two minutes. This has a fascinating way of putting a smile on your face at any moment. And lastly, I remind myself why I'm here. For two minutes, I remind myself of my mission and my reasons for being. Here's what's critical. Irrelevant of what situation we may be in, or where we are when anxiety shows its face, we must be aware of its presence. If we are aware that it has arrived, we can deliberately engage in exercises that help us interrupt its presence and get back to a state of greater control and focus. Number two, you don't deserve anything good. This is one of the worst lies that anxiety tells us. 
And this particular lie fills the space within our heads because anxiety causes negative and irrational thoughts. And these thoughts lead to feelings of low self-esteem, self-doubt, which means we have difficulty believing that we deserve anything good in life. Now, one reason why anxiety causes these thoughts is due to the conditions associated with perfectionism. See, people with anxiety often have high standards for themselves and others, and sometimes they feel as if they need to be perfect in order to be worthy of love, respect, and happiness. And these ideas are exactly what starts to create a dangerous cycle, one where we make a mistake or fall short of our expectations, and then we feel like we don't deserve good things because of it. On top of this, anxiety drives us to shift where we're focusing our attention. And that attention normally shifts to the negative aspects of ourselves and our lives. And when this happens, all of a sudden, our shortcomings and flaws become extremely magnified. And because of this magnification, we overlook our strengths and accomplishments. And when this happens, it's like the shadow of a tree, blocking out all of the light for growth of younger plants. It becomes very difficult to see the positive aspects of our lives and believe that we deserve good things. Here's the important aspect for all of us to realize. These thoughts and beliefs are not based in reality. Each of us deserves to experience happiness in our lives, regardless of our perceived shortcomings or mistakes. Our mistakes do not dictate our worth because our worth is not based on our accomplishments or failures. Our worth is inherent and cannot be earned or lost. Through our actions, each of us makes mistakes. It is part of the learning process. Our worth is determined by our inherent value as human beings, regardless of our individual difference, abilities, or circumstances. Every person, every person has inherent worth and value simply by virtue of being a human being. We need to recognize that all of us are worthy of love, respect, and happiness. Because once we value ourselves and recognize our worth, we can work towards building a more positive and fulfilling life for ourselves and others. Number three, you bother others too much. Anxiety can cause us to feel that we are a burden to others because of the intrusive and negative thoughts and beliefs that often accompany anxiety. For example, someone with anxiety may worry about being rejected or perceived as a nuisance and may believe that others do not want to spend time with them or help them. And when this feeling slides into our thinking, it can lead to feelings of shame, guilt, and embarrassment, which makes it difficult for us to reach out for support or ask for help. 
This lie keeps us isolated. Anxiety also triggers low self-esteem, which further causes us to doubt our worth. And because of this, we believe we are not worthy of help or attention or love, as we discussed earlier. And this causes a vicious cycle because it means that we avoid reaching out to others and we avoid social situations, which just further leads to feelings of isolation and further reinforces our belief that we are a burden. However, here's what's important for each of us to understand. These thoughts and beliefs are not accurate reflections of reality. Rather, they are symptoms of anxiety. So, if you find yourself in this vicious cycle, try reversing the situation. Now, what do I mean by that? It can be useful to put ourselves in someone else's shoes. Consider if someone close to you, someone you love, approached you for help, support, or space in the same way you are asking. Chances are you would be willing to offer anything you could to make them feel secure, content, and loved. This thought process can help us recognize that we are equally deserving of love and having our needs met. And on top of this, it allows us to recognize that the people we care for want to assist us just as we would for them. Number four, the past continues today. Anxiety can cause us to focus on past experiences, especially negative ones. And when this happens, it creates feelings of worry and stress. Now, you may be wondering, why is this? Well, when we feel anxious, our brains become wired to scan for potential threats and danger. And if we have had a traumatic or negative experience in the past, which 70% of adults in the U.S. have experienced at least once in their lives, our brains recall those moments and they use them as a reference for future situations, even if the current situation is not actually dangerous. And this can cause us to feel anxious about things that have already happened. And it can also lead to avoiding certain situations that trigger those negative memories. So, in essence, anxiety about the past can keep us stuck in a cycle of fear and avoidance. And it can make it extremely difficult to fully engage in the present moment, which means we become stuck in the swamp of past mistakes. So, how can we reach out for the nearest branch and pull ourselves out? Notice your surroundings. When was the last time you sat down, closed your eyes, took a deep breath, and just looked at everything around you? We are so connected and stimulated constantly that it pulls us away from the things directly around us. Let this be an opportunity to engage in the following. Close your eyes and take a deep breath. Then open them and really take in where you are. How do the walls look? What about the floor or ceiling? What patterns can you see? 
How many windows are there to your left and right? How many lights can you count from where you are? What smells can you pick up? Take the opportunity to disconnect, peel away from the buzz and noise and be here, feet on the ground, eyes open, appreciate the fact that you are alive. Number five, worrying changes things. Anxiety has a tendency to make us think that somehow worrying will make things better. Now, there's a reason we feel this way. See, worrying makes it feel as if we're doing something to control the situation or solve the situation. And in this moment of worrying, we not only feel some sort of control, which makes us feel a little better, but these moments also provide a temporary distraction from anxiety-provoking thoughts and feelings. However, here's the issue. Worrying typically only makes our anxiety worse. And that's because worrying is a form of rumination, which involves repeatedly focusing on negative thoughts and feelings. And this causes us to feel even more anxious and stressed because we are unable to find a solution to our worries. And the final damaging hit of this worrying is that it interferes with problem solving and decision making. When we are consumed by worry, it makes it extremely difficult to think clearly and make informed decisions. So, how can we avoid these attacks of useless worrying? Set aside specific times to worry. Now, I'm sure you're thinking, what the hell? You just told me how useless worrying is. Why would I use worrying to stop worrying? I'm so confused. The thing about anxiety is that it shows its face whenever it feels like it. And during these sporadic moments, it grabs hold of us, placing us in these unexpected moments of worry. If we set specific times to worry, moments when we are in control, we can walk ourselves clearly through the worry, objectively breaking down each of our concerns without the subjective and intrusive opinions and irrational thinking of our anxiety. And later, when anxiety comes knocking, we have a more solid perspective, not jaded by anxiety. And if all else fails, choose action. Action allows us to move past a stationary state and assumptions to a world filled with data, which ultimately leads to outcomes, ones that are most likely far away from that of what we assumed would be the outcome. And this propels us towards confidence and hope. This week's shout out is by Mark who sent me a DM on Facebook. Scott, I really enjoy your podcast. I suffer from generalized anxiety disorder, see a therapist and am on medication, but sometimes I just need to hear something motivational or informative for reassurance. And I get that from your podcast. The recent one on sleep was particularly good. Keep it up. 
for an opportunity to be next week's shout out, please leave an honest review on the podcast. Send me a DM on Facebook or Instagram. Who knows? You just might be the next shout out. Thanks for listening to The Motivated Mind with your host, Scott Lynch. I hope you enjoyed my deep dive into five lies anxiety can tell you. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok at Motivated Scott. Don't forget to join me every Monday and Thursday for new episodes. I love you all, and thanks so much for listening. The Motivated Mind is a legacy division.